Hi, everybody. And tonight we are doing Cruella. Cruella, Ooh. the Cruella movie. We uh, <laughs> are you know, back in the theaters for this one. We've been doing a lot of streaming lately, but this is uh, in theaters as well as Disney+. Plus. If you want to pay $30 on top of your subscription. So I guess if you have a family mm. of four, something like that could be worth it for you. Or if theaters aren't open. Um, but I think we all saw this in the theaters. Ours were decently full. Things are coming back. Looking forward to Cruella, either of you? I didn't really know anything about it, actually. I haven't been paying attention that much to new com- upcoming movies. So I didn't really know that this was coming out till like a month ago, maybe. I was looking forward to it just because this is like we, we've seen some live a lot of live, live action Disney stuff come out, you know, in the last five, six years. And this is, I think, the first villain that we've got. No, well, they've done Maleficent, but I haven't seen those movies. The Angelina Jolie Maleficent movies. Oh, I forgot about those. those. Yeah. Huh. Well, I never um, saw those because I, lo- I, I like the character and I don't want to watch Angelina Jolie be the character. So I didn't want to watch those. <laughs> I think those are better than the Angelina Jolie fire movie that we saw, though. So just putting that out there. Um, you you dislike yeah. that more than I did, but <laughs> yeah, okay. don't you think it's interesting how we don't particularly want to watch these live action because we don't want them to be bad? Like, what is that saying for these? <laughs> you just don't want it to be ruined. I mean, if you like the you know, if you like the villain, you don't you don't want it to be ruined. I guess. No, maybe so. they shouldn't be fucking making them. That's just. You know. <laughs> Well, you say that, but like, you, Nicole, you and I aren't big fans of, of the original Aladdin. Like, it's okay, but it's not like our favorite. But we both really liked the, the live action one, which I know not everyone did, but we we, we were, were both okay, big fans Okay, but if we the... can give a percentage to what we've liked in the past couple years, you know, what is that? Yeah, it's us? mixed. Like, Lion King wasn't great. I thought Jungle Book was good. What else? The Cinderella one was okay. I barely remember that. But I didn't see any of those. I didn't see the Beauty and the Beast one. Okay, it's a mixed bag. I don't think they're all bad, but this is Cruella. Well, and I think Ursula's coming out, too. So we've got Ursula coming out, and then the Jungle well, is it is it Cruise. Ursula, or is it just a Little Mermaid remake? Oh, I don't know. Is it a little... Maybe it's a whole... Yeah, maybe it is live-action Little Mermaid. But I would like an Ursula Origins movie. That'd be fun. Well, we got... And they, like you said, Jungle Cruise coming out, which... Looks yeah. as dumb as it sounds, but but Pirates of the Caribbean. You never love know. The jungle, like, I love the Jungle Cruise. Yeah, the, the ride, not uh, this yeah. trailer. But all right, let's get into Cruella. <laughs> Set in 1970s London, Cruella follows a young grifter named Estella, a clever and creative girl determined to make a name for herself with her designs. One day, Estella's flair for fashion catches the eye of the Baroness von Hellman, a fashion legend who is devastatingly chic and terrifyingly hot. Uh, but the relationship sets in motion a course of events and revelations that will cause Estella to embrace her wicked side. So that is uh, the Cruella background. If you haven't seen it, Disney Plus plus thirty dollars or in theaters. So there's <laughs> Disney your Plus Plus. <laughs> Disney Plus Plus. Yeah, they they love adding on nothing like gouging that extra those prices. Little bit. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be free. I think it's supposed to be free on there in a couple of months or something i don't know at some point it will be free on there but like when it first comes out you gotta, you're not gonna go to the theaters gotta pay us somehow so in theaters mm-hmm. and disney plus plus uh go check it out if you have any interest we're going to spoil it now we rate things here at films with the women in my life based on four criteria and those are the plot the characters the visual and sound and the overall resonance and feel of the movie the movie starts when estella is a child she is creative she has a talent for fashion but she has a cruel streak which leads to her mother Catherine, nicknaming her crew Cruella, 
get it. Mm. Uh, due to uh, her rebellious nature, she gets uh, kicked out of school. Uh, well, she's about to get kicked out of school, but they withdraw her at the last second because, you know, a little uh, back <laughs> Then it's not on there. the record. Yeah. Yeah. She also has a friend uh, that she made in school, and that friend comes back a little bit later. Uh, but we're going to fast forward now. Well, we don't really fast forward that far. So they're on the way to London, and they stop at this big party, and the mom goes in. She's like, I have to do something. Stay here, Cruella and, or Estella. We'll do that the whole show. Uh, and she goes to fi- uh, meet the Baroness or meet whatever, connect with the Baroness to ask for uh, financial assistance. Cruella does not listen, so she runs into the party and her dog runs amok in there. And uh, the dom- these the ferocious Dalmatians chase her out and she hides in a bush and the Dalmatians leap and they attack the mom and she falls off a cliff and she dies. Yeah. And uh, and uh, Estella's like, oh, I'm an orphan. I feel like I killed my mom because I was being rambunctious. And uh, so she's an orphan. She goes to the streets of London. She befriends two uh, street urchins, Jasper and Horace, uh, who are also little boys. And they, uh, they decide they're going to all gang up together and live in this attic. For the next ten years, it says. Yeah. Uh, she d- dyes her hair red. Now she's Emma Stone. And, you know, in ten years, they went from being ten-year-olds to the oldest 20-year-olds I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> they are now, like, day thieves. Uh, they just uh, get by uh, with their thievery, and uh, Stella's the leader. She has a skill for her designs with her disguises. Uh, and she gets a job at a department store, thanks to a little bit of uh, clever work by Jasper and Horace getting her resume on the top of a stack. Low on the totem pole there, she's mistreated. She gets drunk uh, and just remakes one of the window displays and it's her own and it's her own style and the guy's like oh you're fired you're terrible why would you do this Estella but just when she's getting fired the Baroness shows up from the beginning and it's, uh, it's uh, Emma Thompson and she's like ooh who did this window design it's very interesting and they're like oh it's this girl Estella we're getting rid of her because she's terrible and he's like he, she's this is the most talented thing I've seen in a long time you're gonna come work for us Estella so now Estella works for the Baroness, and mm-hmm. she's going to learn some things about the Baroness and herself, and she's going to have to be Cruella later to get things. Uh, I, I would just have to kind of keep listing off things that happen, but that's that's enough to get us started on the plot. <laughs> uh, K, kick us off. What do you think of this plot? Uh, it's, it's fun. It's a fun plot. Um, you know, it's a Cruella origin story, which is good. I don't know that I ever wanted to know more about her, because... It was so, she was always so manic and it was just too scary, I think. Um, And I think this is a great part of, this is a great uptick for for that scary person that comes out later on in the Dalmatian movies. Um, While I'm watching it, though, I'm always thinking of the animated one as opposed to like the Glenn Close one from the 80s or 90s or whatever that was. So I kept comparing it to, you know, the insane one from um the cartoon um as far as yeah so the plot had a lot of fun little it it was sort of it went around back and forth and you know it had it had a fun story to it and i don't think it had to be necessarily associated with corella though it's it seemed sort of disassociated with that you had i had to keep reminding myself that that's what this was yeah i don't know how to rank it though because there were pieces of it that i really really liked um and a lot of it was the small things like you were talking about how horace and jasper got her were able to get her resume put 
on top of the the pile and that's just like little clever it's it's real short clever you know thing and then but the whole winding plot I don't know. I mean, what we find out later is very interesting. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm going to, I'm going to lay low right now on the whole situation. Probably give it a two and a half. I never particularly liked 101 Dalmatians when I was younger. Um, wasn't my favorite. I never saw 102 Dalmatians and I don't think <laughs> I ever saw the remake of 101 Dalmatians. And if I did, obviously. Like the live action left- version? Yeah, has left zero impact on me. So, did you ever see One Hundred and One Dalmatians Two? Because there's One Hundred and One Dalmatians Two and One Hundred and Two Dalmatians. <laughs> Negatory. Um, I very faintly remember One Hundred and One Dalmatians, and if I'm remembering correctly, I'm pretty sure that Cruella Deville was a villain that killed and skinned puppies. Is that right? Yep. Yes. To make her coats. Yeah, so, yes. you know, let's glamorize that somehow. Yay. Um, <laughs> this movie is totally 100% not for children in my eyes at all. If there's any children in that theater, I can agree I'm just with that. like, why are you there? It has, yeah, it has no aspect in it to me that would scream a child would like this. It's dark. It's what we'll talk about later the the music the setting the time period nothing screams a child would be invested in this um and the plot line itself of her being this like wanting to be this um like seamstress and and fashion designer and you know going through all these like thievery tactics like i don't think a child would be invested in this it has nothing to do with puppies like if you see a movie about curl de ville and you think oh it's probably about a lot of dalmatians around because as a child that's what i would assume the dog the dog sidekicks in this one though that could be a pull Just for kids like the percentage of time the dogs are in the movie does not outweigh the rest of it to have a child invested so with that being said, this isn't something that would particularly catch my eye in wanting to watch because I don't really want a background story like Mama Kay said about Cruella DeVille. I kind of would rather leave it as is. I'm not sure what's going on with the world of movies where just I think we've reached the point where everything is at a recycling stage and I don't know how much longer that's going to go on until like some new things are made because... I just feel like everything, not like nothing is new anymore to me. So that's how I feel about this. We had to make a movie about something that's however long old, you know, from the original cartoon and just trying to revamp it, I guess. I don't think that the, that the first live action 101 Dalmatians like caused a huge following. So I guess they had to try again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to jump into it this negative already, but this is not the movie for me to gush over because I'm not a fan of the live action at the moment with Disney. Um, waiting for something to really jump out at me, so I'm mm. gonna give it a two for now, and then we'll go from there from everyone else's opinions. This is a, a very narrow appeal. I there like it doesn't. Ha- I don't think this is going to be for a lot of people which is atypical of a disney thing where they try to make it for a lot of people because i think this is not it's not for kid kids and i think most adults and all you know 
we're talking. I'm mostly talking about women because I don't think this is a guy. Like a lot of guys are gonna like anything in this, really. Um, right. So, but I don't think like adult women are gonna be super into this either. I think this is a pretty narrow teen girl range. And did you it, think it, that was true about Maleficent too? I never saw those. Like I said, no. Like but those, I'm just the saying, think about, ones. Yeah, but thinking about who they would be. Yeah, who the niche audience is. I mean, I feel like it would be the same. Audience. Yeah, I guess. I, I didn't. I don't. I, I haven't seen those, so I don't know how how young or old they skew. But the point is here is it's it's constricted by being a Disney movie. I think this would be better and for more people if they were able to go R and go real dark because it should be a, it's a dark character whose backstory her only backstory in the thing is I want to steal your dogs and make coats out of them that's that's the character as we know her before this movie before uh, this so, movie yeah exactly right that's and that so her one defining characteristic other than her look which is a classic evil d- d- like thin like wrinkled neck bulging yellow eyes with the black and white hair <laughs> and the big fancy coat in the in the in her deville and her bumbling goons like she is classic villain and she wants to kill your puppies like that is uh, that's a if you're gonna make a thing i think a darker tone is the way to go but it's disney and they can't go r so they go pg-13 and it's a pretty light pg-13 i'm surprised this is pg-13 i mean other than what like what like, it's a lot of dark imagery it doesn't um it's it's like a it's like a weak sauce tim burton look the plot is uh, it's written by five people and it's it feels like it's written by five people it That's does feel that way it's so freaking but weren't there pieces that you kind of wanted to follow i think you're right this if this were not a cruella movie it would be more interesting. If they made like, this Joker for girls, I think that would work. Harley better. Quinn. Oh, so Harley <laughs> Is that what you no, mean? No, thank you. We don't need another. <laughs> okay, one of yeah, those. but people like but Harley Quinn has a wider appeal than the, Harley Quinn appeals to more people than I think this movie. Well, how does. many times are you going to chop and screw around Harley Quinn's character to make something new? I mean, Jesus Christ, they have her in five different outfits in five different movies. It's stupid. Same with the Joker, and it's probably it feels. But the people same like those. <laughs> I mean, this is getting decent reviews, so people like this too but i think yeah. the target audience is just narrow and i nothing wrong with having a niche movie but it's as a niche movie it doesn't it's 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 also not well it's so unruly and huge and yeah. when we get to like say, some twists big. later it's, it's so big it's, for a niche movie it's yeah it's too it's like an ep it's it's two hours <laughs> and 14 minutes that's yeah. just unnecessary for a character backstory like this and some of the twists we get later are just, ooh, there's a twist, there's, there, <laughs> I was watching this, I was like, if they do this one, like, this would be the dumbest thing to do this one twist, and they, they do do it when we get to the, when we get to the third act reveal, uh, after a fire, but, uh, it's, it's unruly, and it, I don't know what the target, like, the goal is, um, there are fun moments, but it yeah. is not there, I, I don't think there's enough fun moments to justify its existence, and length uh i'm i'm low on this i'll give the plot a two as well don't you just feel like people are trying more and more recently to make these extravagant long movies with totally unnecessary background information and really drawn out pieces of information that they don't add any value to the movie and i the reason i say that is i'm kind of referencing our last movie uh, army of the dead because that was also a long movie like this Mm -hmm. and some of the pieces that were in that movie were so unnecessary to to what the 
um, you know, director wanted us to know. And especially in this, in Cruella, like, I just feel like there are so many pieces of this that are drawn out unnecessarily to the point where we get that, that overwhelming factor or that boredom factor because it it doesn't need to be there well the, also i think it's worse for this than army of the dead because army of the dead it, it follows one thing and it's just one thing too long this I, I was like you can't it's hard i was like what do i i you need to cut it you need to cut things but what do you cut because everything it's like when i was describing the plot everything leads to another thing it's not right. like the scenes are long and it's not that there is a lot of fat. It's that it's just too, it's too much to do. And like, I, I'm not a TV guy, but I think this would work better as a six part mini series where you have six yeah. 50 minute episodes and we wouldn't do it on the show and we wouldn't care to watch it. But I think if you did, if you gave this four hours to, to go, I think it would behoove this, the, the, the story they're choosing to tell is just too long to be a regular movie. And, um, I, I I feel the length that I, I get down on certain parts, but uh, well, let's think, go. And into I think the... some well, I think some parts were too, were like too hard to get to, and that's why it took so long. Do you know what I mean? Like, do do we need the the whole Mark Strong character? Um, that was all we had. There was a lot to get to him, but he was it was integral right to the plot well that's the thing is like you can't cut that because then the third act can't happen we need to exactly we have to get so, there some other way yeah right so that's just not great storytelling like if you can't do it with um <laughs> with five little people. time <laughs> yeah well yeah well, that's why you, you you have five screenwriters and it feels like it like it feels like they kept yeah they all wanted it a piece of the pie so they just put yeah, everything they each in had there. their own little i want this to be a little bit like ratatouille you know, it's like, okay. <laughs> so the characters, we've got Estella, who later is Cruella, uh, the Baroness, we've got Jasper and Horace, the the, the, the sidekicks, uh, we've got the adoptive mother in the beginning, uh, we've got Anita, who is the childhood friend who comes back later as a uh, gossip columnist. Uh, there's John, the uh, valet and loyal accomplice. That's the that's the Mark Strong character. Artie, who is this uh, vintage fashion shop owner. Uh, there's a couple of small characters like the lawyer. There's the guy who works at Liberty, the the the, the clerk who's Estella's first boss. There's uh, the assistant, who's, the guy with the glasses. Yeah, who's the assistant? Uh, who plays Andrew the assistant? Andrew Long plays Jeffrey. So. Okay. There you go. Okay. Uh, so those are those are your characters. What do we think of them, Nicole? First. I want to say I am appalled at the fact that they think they can get away with having these three main characters be like in their very early twenties throughout the rest throughout this movie. The fucking yes, they're all in Richard their 30s. Jewell playing a twenty-year-old is absolutely <laughs> absurd. Like, give me a break. So, first off, I guess I just I I disconnected myself from that whole age thing at the very beginning. Because well, you have to because they're like, oh, how how are the dogs still alive when they're in their <laughs> mid thirties? Well, we'll just pretend they're twenty. <laughs> like, uh, okay, stuff like that. When I mean, you always hear jokes about like other TV shows and stuff having like thirty eight year old actors play like a 17 year old in high school yeah yeah <laughs> um that needs well, to yes. go. those are usually older like i'm surprised like i mean why not just cast a younger cast yeah then? like really why strange. not uh, whatever yeah um i hate to be this person i some i usually am this person but i fell i fell asleep during this movie and that didn't give me enough time to truly engage with the characters so 
I don't want to take up too much of your guys' time just explaining who you like and don't like because basically what I saw was probably the first solid third. And the oh, the the way I tried to keep you awake, but you were just like, I can't do it. It's so boring. <laughs> <laughs> it was dark. It was nine p.m. It was like you know in a, in a, yeah, in a cozy theater. You can't you can't do it. But um. <laughs> The one thing that that's true. You haven't been in a theater. I go. I still go to the theaters yeah. a couple of times a week. You haven't been in a theater in months, so yeah. your uh, your your stamina is is, is low. I had a full <laughs> belly of popcorn. It was like time to go to oh. bed. But oh, this um, was a perfect storm. <laughs> the one thing that bothers me the most, though, is when they have a movie that's trying to be serious and like give us an actual storyline and a plot and and characters that seem really invested in the in the plot. But then we have this over the top very animated villain in this case the baroness like why do they have to make her so oh it's gonna be you know it's, uh, you should have known it was me all this time like all over like gaudy <laughs> i hate that just make her a fucking normal asshole like why do you gotta make it so over the top i guess that's the disney piece coming into it that's yeah that's disney for sure well it's stupid so i don't <laughs> want to take like i said time away from everyone else talking about these characters because it would be a moot point for me to try and make something up so i'm gonna give what i saw um a two because <laughs> i really was unimpressed you know i i guess i kind of went in totally embracing the disney this disneyness of this because uh this is not how i saw the like maleficent movies and um even some of the other live action stuff that that disney has put out oh like, we forgot snow white and the huntsman that's a thing i don't like, even know what that that's, is that's kind of yeah that's kind of about the bad guy isn't it doesn't that isn't that based more about the queen yeah <laughs> Who plays the queen? Okay. Who does that appeal to? Does that is that this is that the same audience too? I, who's watching these movies? And it's getting good. They're oh, getting good scores, people, but yeah. And, and well, I think you're right that it's you know. Well, I don't know. Our our audience had us, and then some probably. Well, they weren't old enough to drive teenagers. So. That's funny because on my Facebook feed, I saw a couple people that saw this and. The, the overall feeling was they all loved it, so I went through the comments. It was all 40-year-old women. Oh, that's interesting. Our, our theater yeah. crowd was pretty pretty diverse. Like, all, all ages, party sizes, you know, couples, yeah. kids. Not a lot of young kids, but, like, families. Uh, yeah. You know, it, was, it, was, it was a wide well, range. And also, I mean, we're just getting back to the movies, so that I understand. You know, right? It was this or quiet people... place, which we'll be talking about another day. But yeah, and and you know, I don't know about you, but it's been kind of crappy weather here, and it's like people need to do something, so they're going to go inside. And you know, the mask mandate has been lifted. You know, all it was all you know. That having said that, there were still three only three other people in the theater with us. But well, again, um, you're in Maine, but, so <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I really did. I mean, I, I, I sort of, I did embrace the Disneyness of this. And I think that um, maybe people who are sort of wanting to, you know, relive some childhood, something or another, whether it was with the original 101 Dalmatians or whether it was the Glenn Close 101 Dalmatians, or they just like Disney, or they just want to see an origins, you know, villain movie. It's not a broad, broad, broad audience that I think is that this was made for. But I think that there's some appeal out there and I, it, it appealed to me. Um, and I don't have a real affinity with that part 
of Disney. That's not my, that's not my wheelhouse. So, um, but I liked the ride. I liked the characters. Uh, I got over the fact that they were way too old to be these characters. I mean, Mm. I, mm-hmm. I think they're stuck between having a, you know, where, what they, where they put this movie in Cruella's life and what the characters looked like, you know, that they've already established. Cause Horace and Jasper are way older men when you're looking at them, you know, when, when Cruella is. Aren't they in the cartoon you know, too? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. In the cartoon, they're old too. So everybody in this. But their relationship you know, in the cartoon is different than here. And they kind of yeah, address it where it, it, in the middle part, when when Estella is doing the her double double life as Cruella, they're like, oh, right. this, this bitch. Like, she's, she's like, exactly. who does she think she is? And then. Yeah. But then we have to kind of draw it back later, and Cruella has to still be our hero, she or, or at least our anti hero. So she has to, like, apologize to them and be like, oh, you guys are my only family. Like, we have to, we have to soften her a little bit. But not not too much. Yeah. And we don't get her as, you know, even though the, the only thing we know her for is making puppy jackets. Uh, we don't right, that's get her that character her. in the original. <laughs> yeah, that's her character there. But we don't we don't get her that we we you know, we're given the reason in this movie why she makes puppy jackets, because she is threatened by the three most vicious Dalmatians I've ever seen in my life. Um, I, I, I feel like they were like a Cerebus, like. You know, it was awful. I've never seen Dalmatians have any of those looks on their faces. Um, and your dad was like, is that CGI? And I'm like, it has to be CGI. Because I was thinking that too. I was like, did they CGI anger onto these dogs? Yeah. <laughs> There's no way. I mean, every Dalmatian I've ever seen, met, you know, been around for a long time has, you know, they're, they're not like that at all. So I can see where, she, you know, if you had to make a coat out of some dog, it would be that. But I would never make a coat out of a dog. But the characters, so the characters, um, there was a lot that, you know, had the Emmas had to do, you know, Emma's, Emma Stone had to be sort of two characters. Uh, I was almost impressed with her accent until toward the end and it started, started fading a little bit. So that was kind of a bummer. Um, but I wish, I think she did what she could with what the writing was. Cause it was a little, it was a little iffy. I, I saw I see this movie as a bigger storytelling fable as opposed to if you start to pick it apart like we do and it's our job to do, uh, it's just oh uh, no no what's happening here? Um, Emma Thompson. No, the rules make no sense like at all. Like if we if we're gonna care about Jasper and Horace are somehow the world's greatest. Like they're not just your common thieves. Like they can break into anywhere and bypass anything all the time i was like these two like why are they if they if they're so skilled why are they living in this attic they're super smooth that's why that's the i don't know that's like the ratatouille thing for me i couldn't get away from thinking about how smooth the rat and ratatouille is because he just like he's in there nobody knows he does everything fantastically do you know the one-eyed dog like takes down entire security teams like with its skill like it's i have no idea how this crew is so capable and (laughs) why are they doing this then if they're so capable this seems like a waste of their talents it kind of reminds me a little of matilda too do you remember matilda of course i remember matilda yeah it, it just has that sort of maybe that's how it's trying to appeal to the kids i think you know all the stuff that they did with the dogs that were not dalmatians was really fun and real but really over the top um i was pretty much with all of the characters my favorite character was the assistant 
because the look Jeffrey, on his face yeah. was uh, just, he was perfect as, you know, I don't know. His face was so funny. It was like Edna Mode or something. It was just really cool. Um, and there is a piece, uh, I guess I'll talk about later in Resonance and Feel that I really liked about this movie. But, um, and I liked Anita. I, I, that's interesting how they wove that into the, the, the fable and the storytelling of, of Cruella. Cause I don't know. You I would never stupid think thing. that they, what's that? You think the, it's stupid? It's, it's dumb. Yeah. The Anita piece is done. We see well, her in one trying, scene. You know why they're, you understand why, why? why? we talk about it now. The reason they're doing it is because in the original movie, Anita and Roger are the you know, parents of the Dalmatians. So, oh, that's right. The the oh, the, the lawyer, the ro- the lawyer. <laughs> oh, Brennan. What did you did you know that I didn't remember I that. that. Yeah. What's the name oh, of the so when I saw, it? yeah, and then the end they I get Perdita and Pongo, and those are the two dogs that make all the Dalmatians. So it sounds oh, like Mom gosh, Kay yeah, is just you... taking references from other movies <sighs> and making it try to work in this, which is exactly what I said <laughs> that nothing is new anymore. Because you can't like this movie for what it is unless you have to compare it to other things. So are we supposed to believe, like, this is actually literally a prequel to that 70-year-ago cartoon movie? That yeah. Later on, and that yes. later on, Cruella will come back for these puppies and try to skin them? Well, I don't. I guess the the thing is, is that she she sent it out there, so yeah. Well, and she gets the well, reputation wait a from now. skinning the dogs, but she doesn't actually. Wait a minute now. In this one. So this, okay. this movie What's was up? set in the 70s. When is the yes. original 101 Dalmatian supposed to be set in? Because that looks old as hell. I can't imagine that that was in 2030 <laughs> or whatever to make it make I don't sense. Think, I don't think that had a time frame on it. You know, uh, that kind of stuff just doesn't. Oh, but Jesus. Yeah. So they're, tr- okay, so they're trying to. So these these are superficial connections, having them be the same names and having it st- like this isn't <laughs> this isn't cinematic universe. We're not trying to actually connect anything. We're just like this is making not references. superficial. This was absolutely planned. What are you talking about? Well, then <laughs> then it doesn't make any. Then I'm with the cold. Then it makes no sense. What are they going to go back in time thirty years to some like either you're connecting it to the other one or you're not like uh, this. What is is it do, is it. Are we supposed to believe this, one this had to be set in like the, the 1890s one? for it to make sense? Yeah, the, yeah. Is if it's just if it's just references like Anita and the and Roger are characters Roger. in the other ones, so we'll be we'll have them here as a reference. Yep. That's fine. But if it's trying to be like, oh, and now they're gonna raise puppies, and in 30 years the future past is gonna be like, I don't. That, no, that, that that's, that's exactly what's happening. Did then that's worse. The, did you that's not terrible. see the names? Did you see the name? The dogs that gave the names of the dogs. Well, we left as them. the mid-credit scene was happening because we did not. It was okay. So that was it. Ago. So they gave him the dogs. Anita and Roger got Perdita and Pongo. Perdita and Pongo are the parents of the hundred and one Dalmatians. See, I, didn't so, even, I didn't even know that that was the head names. <laughs> oh my god! It all it all it all gets wrapped up in the the post credit scene. So it's that's like, terrible. Just that's bad. I don't want, that's that is worse. Happens. If this is supposed to, 
<laughs> that is um, worse if this is supposed to somehow actually be connected. <laughs> this was like that's the part that I liked is that when they introduced that's Anita, terrible. I was like, oh my god, it's Anita from the mom. She's going to be the mom. And then when the mom I grew saw... up as Cruella's friend in the school, and now she's a gossip columnist. Things no, are going to super. Things are going to go super super dark for Cruella pretty soon before we get to the next movie. So oh, that's just you know, terrible. Got to be ready. <laughs> so for dumb. It. Yeah. Um, So I like that. I, uh, boy, I'm sappy on this. I'm going to give Disney a pass for it. I'm so sorry, but it's going to happen. I like them. Um, It's a fun, it's, they make the, the people who play them did a good job. They're making the characters fun. Uh, I'm going to give the characters a three and a half. No, that's terrible. If that's what's happening here, that's terrible. That is that that makes this worse. (laughs) That is 100% what's happening. So help me out. Help me out, listeners. Back me up. No, no, no. no. <laughs> um, so I, I'm okay with uh, the, the the first-ish half of this movie. I think when Emma Stone's Estella, it's perfectly fine character. I, I like watching her story. And when she becomes the mustache-twirling Cruella, it's too, it's too much. It's, it's too, it's too uh, trying to be good to be so bad it's good. But it's so, it's so kind of cringy that it can't like it lives in the in-between of i can't laugh at it because it's too good to be laughed at and i can't actually take it seriously because it's oh darling it's like what nicole said it's oh like the 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 face that emma stone has to put on and i don't know if it's she wanted to play it like this and they let her or if they told her be as over the top as possible i don't know who Who's, whose choice this is. The director is Craig uh, Gillespie. That's the guy who did I, Tanya. Uh, so I don't know if, what that tells you. But um, <laughs> the these these two leads, I mean, they're... I like uh, some of their sparring occasionally, but when, when Emma Stone has to be the Cruella half of her alter ego, it is, it is too much for me, and I can't, like... I'm like, I can't... I don't even know what world this is. I thought this was supposed to be, like, a semi-plausible world, and then she becomes this cr- crazy lady, and I'm like, I, I can't, I can't exist anymore. Like, I don't know. I don't feel like it's semi plausible. It's a very Disney world. What's a what's a? But okay, it's a very I, Disney I, world. That's how I feel. I, that's 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 the that's that's how I let it off the hook. I think. I don't even know what a Disney world like. I don't. What are the rules? What are the rules of a very Disney ru- world? Like how 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 no removed rules. from the real world? Zero are rules. We? Like, there has to be rules. There has to. Be, I have to understand. It's like when we did this, this, the 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 fucking zombie movie we watched the other day. I understand the rules of a zombie movie. There are like basic <laughs> things you can and can't do. What are the What are the Disney rules? Like everything's just uh, like whatever keeps Alternate the main universes. character going. But it, okay, whatever. I, uh, <laughs> What's your number? Uh, uh, well, the the Jasper and the horse are okay sometimes. Um, the other characters are here. I think. Oh, the other characters. Uh, I'll give them. I'll give them like a two five, I guess, because I I do like when it's Estella, when she's the Estella half, and I like her with Horace and Jasper. I think that's a good trio. Um, a lot of the smaller characters I feel like are are just placeholders to get us where we're going and don't actually like the Anita character. What is her? What is her? Describe her to me. Like, what what is she like? I don't understand. What like she's not a character at all. She has no. She She's has no personality. She's a TMZ reporter. Okay, yeah. Describe a good character description. Describe to me without telling me what they look like and what their job is. What is this character? 
Hmm. Yeah, so not a strong character. You, a strong character you can describe <laughs> to them without saying, oh, they look like this or this is their job. If you take those two things out, there's no character for her, for any of like any of the Baroness's entourage. Uh, at least at least I understand who Estella and Cruella are supposed to be, and I understand to a lesser extent Jasper and Horace, and even the Baroness a little bit, but when we get to any other side character, I I don't know I don't know these people. I don't know why, like why I, I should you. care about them at all. Yeah. So <laughs> let's go on to visual and sound. There is a lot of music and a lot of visual stuff. This is probably the stuff that is it most interesting for a lot of people. What do you think of that? Okay. It's a five. I love everything visually and all the oh, music God. in this. I love every bit of music in this, even songs that I don't really like. I liked in this. Uh, it's like they talked. It's like they asked me what I wanted, and I said. Oh, so this is the- this is made for you. Uh, Nicole was right about the the forty something Facebook moms. This is <laughs> it, maybe it is. <laughs> it was over the top. It was yeah. It was over the top and super. Even though it's supposed to be a villain thing, it was still really cotton candy, you know. And that's kind of. I'm glad about that. Because I just am. I liked it. I liked all the colors. I loved all the visual things that had to do with the design, the fashion design, the window design. When she was going through the phase of uh, sort of, you know, ticking off the the Count Duchess. No. What is Baroness. She? Not Count. Baroness, yeah. And she had that fabulous dress that was like, you know, acres long and she was riding on a trash truck i love that and then we got to the part where she ruins the party and now it becomes a punk concert outside in regent's park that's that's when it jumped the shark for me I'm, up until that point i missed I was that part that sounds terrible it it was terrible <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. You know the, the fashion really show bad. in front in the in like in front of the water fountain and Horace yeah. becomes like a DJ, like yep. from like modern times for yep. somehow. <laughs> yep, it was pretty. I I didn't know what was. happening. But again, like what are the rules? Like oh uh, d- sure, like it's Disney, so let's just have the, like we could just have yeah. it be like this, I guess. And maybe it was okay. Maybe the stuff I liked was okay, and I just didn't like that part. And. Uh, Okay, they they had one miss in the whole thing for me, so yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay, uh, Nicole. It's a five. It's a five. It's a five. Oh, that's good. Um, <laughs> I really like the music too. I think that the music was awesome. I think that they did a great job in, in in putting you know sixties and seventies music into this. Fits the what they want as their world in this. Um, so that was really cool, and I think that the. Songs were, you know, jam out songs. So that was really, really nice. Um, as far as the rest goes. Costume design? Well. Costume design, though. I can only, I can only suspend reality so much. And the fact. You didn't like the beetle dress? Well. She didn't, didn't see, see the beetle that. dress. She didn't make um, it to that part. The fact. I predicted the beetle dress. It was amazing. Well, I just want to say the fact that the Baroness could not see that that woman was estella from 10 years ago fucking <laughs> the, cl- the irritates the hell out of me 
<laughs> the classic, oh, she's got a wig and different glasses oh on, so now God. I can't tell who you are. I hate <laughs> that so much. Cause, is that another because Disney? Because, uh, sure, why why not let that be yeah, the rule? Yeah, I can't get past <laughs> stuff like that. I really can't. It's just so mortifying to be like, oh, these people are so stupid. They are so blind. They can't see that this person, well, even though she actually aged 25 years instead of 10, but whatever. Maybe that's why she didn't realize who she was, because now it's basically third generation. Fucking ridiculous. You look terrible for a 17-year-old. Yeah, Jesus. Your fat friend looks like he's 48 years old. Give me a break. Hey, Paul Walter Hauser's 34. Oh, I'm sorry to him. I feel like we said that last time, too. He just looks He's on the young side, then. Um... Yeah, but that kind of shit really irritates me. So I can't, I can't look past something like that. Um, but I will give it the props it deserves for the mu- for the music that they chose, the soundtrack. So with that, I have to, I have to stick with like a like a two. It's too dark. Holy the music, crap! The music is co- is like constant. There's also yes. a constant. Nar- there's also a constant narration over. Yes. Sometimes over the music and the thing, and I think that's all like later decisions like they're watching it back and they're they're watching dailies and they're putting it together and they're like i don't think people are gonna know what's happening i think this is very long and kind of boring so if we play music constantly and have cruella tell you the story as it's happening with constant narration then maybe it won't feel boring it'll feel like a like a stylistic choice i think that's what happened and it kind of works to get them out of that hole it works in fits and spurts there are things i like visually i like beetle dress I, that was a very smart thing uh they she makes the dress they put it in the vault uh the did you see moths that coming or locusts or no i that is the i did the one of the big things i didn't see coming and i thought was really oh. clever and i'm like oh because i saw in the trailers like things flying out of a vault i'm like oh she must have put things in there but the way they did it she actually made the dress out of the the, the pods or the, the eggs or whatever and then they all hatched and ate all the dress that is oh. really that is really That's good I, I, I give that is probably the best thing in the movie is her making that dress and then the uh horse and jasper like on purpose messing up the break-in so that they go in the vault in the first place. Like that is the best um, thought out thing in the movie, whichever screenwriter did that part should have made the whole movie. Um, (laughs) So the, so that was, that was, that was good. Um, And it looked good. And then it leads to the outdoors, Tim Burton concert. Uh, So, you know, the, the, the dresses are fancy and over the top and the, you know if you're into that that's then you're gonna like that this just is too it's it i don't i can't uh i don't know what like i don't understand this this is not not to my sensibilities so i'm i'm low on this compared to what i think most people would be which is like a three i think uh I think the goes a little little harsh on it, um, and it's certainly not a five because there, it's I can't give a I can't give a band aid a five like uh, I you know, but we're, might be the, the best band aid ever. It's it's a it's a pretty good band aid. It's re- yeah. it really I think I think if they didn't have the constant music and the narration, which I, I can take or leave narration sometimes, I'm okay with it, and it actually enhances the story. Like this is one where I'm thinking the narration, and it's usually like a later choice. Usually most people don't write like. I'm going to have a narrator because it's kind of a crutch. Um, but I think it needed it and it actually helped it. And uh, it's that's fine if you want to do that. But the worst thing about this movie is this <laughs> twist reveal that when Mark Strong saves her from the fire, that 
the re- <laughs> it's so dumb that the Baroness is actually Cruella's real mother, and she was just like Mark Strong explains it like uh, she she didn't want uh, she she was married to the Baron who was a good man but she was not a good woman, and when she had you she couldn't stand the thought of not being the center of attention so she told me to get rid of you and so i was supposed to kill you but instead i gave you to this very kind maid and the maid raised you and that's who your mom real was and then when she came back and uh she the the little red necklace which we haven't talked a lot about that was originally uh the mom's but she because she got it from uh, the mark strong's character and then she takes it back and then that's like part of the whole reason Cruella that's part of the whole plot reason like Cruella's like going after her in the first place um so she she's the daughter I'm like is this is it felt like Ray Palpatine to me I'm like come on oh Why? Well, I was gonna say no, that no, you what? fucker oh I steal it from you <laughs> it's Ray Palpatine give her a chance to give her a chance to give my spiel uh, uh. <laughs> uh, Mark Strong picture up you're not no Stella you're not you're, you're not a, a, a Helen or whatever your mom's name you're you're a hell man oh you're a Palpatine <laughs> like, so it's so bad so she's gonna she's gonna come back from the dead and get her revenge and frame uh, frame Baroness uh, for killing the Estella version of her, but then she's the Estella version signed over the deed to the house to the Cruella her, so that when the Baroness goes to jail, Cruella gets the house and gets and all of her stuff, and that's the ending. Um, so I've, we're going a little long, so I've kind of pushed through all that. Back to you, uh, Nicole, for the resonance and feel. It's just even more irritating the fact that she is somehow doesn't realize that this person is her daughter. I don't know if that's on purpose. But she's like surprised that the the two people are the same. I, I what? I hate it. We even see her born with the black and white hair. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. This to- this toddler comes out with a wig on. She's like, oh, that's my daughter. I'm like, I'm like I don't Wait, know. Did she see her with the black and white hair? We the audience does. So I I mean, unless oh, I know, she but literally I think... didn't look at the baby. Well, babies usually aren't born with hair, so this one was born with a full with a full on <laughs> hair. Well, a toddler is not a baby, like yeah. That's why I'm, I'm making fun of the fact that this is not a newborn well, baby that well, we see the at the beginning, that... even though oh, it's I happened. see, I got you. Got I just you. don't. Yes. The, the, I'm so confused at the fact that when she gave her over to the maid, how old she was, and she never saw her from that moment as a maid in her own house, and this child has to be going around the the house at some point. Just doesn't make any sense. No, no they I think left. The, the maid, no, the maid, the maid they, left. They, they left. They paid yeah. her to leave. I didn't. Did I see that? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. <laughs> I was just gonna say, Nicole might not have seen that part. You could even infer, even if you didn't know, you could infer that they don't because they don't live in the they, when they return. That's when they go back to the house. But when right. they return to London, that's when they're gonna. She's gonna stop no, by the I Baroness's house. I don't care about any of this. <laughs> I don't like this. I think it's stupid. I really do. And I'm probably pe- people are going to give a lot of hate to that because I'm just going through my Facebook feed and, and based off the scores we see online, people, everyone on here is like, I really loved it. I really loved it. And I just want to write back and be like, why? Like, what about this did you like? If it's something with Emma Stone being really good as an actress, I'm not getting that from this. If it's something, oh, it's Disney. Well, this is a really shitty Disney movie. And if it's something with that has to do with the the design and the and the 
sound and things like that, that could be the only plausible thing I would think people would say that about. So I uh, didn't like it enough to stay awake during it. <laughs> I think that's enough thing to myself to give it a one because I was not. Well, I, I had to tell you. I had to tell you about. I had to tell you about the uh, reveal, and I was like, so it turns out the Baroness was the mom, and you go, oh, I'm so glad I fell asleep. Like, you're like, you're like that would have made me so angry. I'm like, it was the dumbest thing ever. That was the closest to laughing at it I got, was I was like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, what, <laughs> the Ray Palpatine. What is the, what is the <laughs> point? What is the point? It just doesn't add any value to the original or the five remakes that have already been made. It feels very suicide squad ish to me and those aren't good either so um i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it a one for my residence of feel okay defender defender of cruella defend yeah i didn't know this this is what was gonna happen um well a couple of things first of all when you guys didn't follow the thread of anita and roger that's a little disappointing but i knew from jump that emma was emma's mom like it was so evident to me when we couldn't see who the Baroness was when the, the Dalmatians killed. What's her? Not Cruella. I keep want to call her Suella, but that's not right. <laughs> Estella. Estella. Yeah. Suella. Well, I thought that's it. I thought it could either. happen. I thought that it could happen, but I was like, if they do this, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Like, if they actually like, they wouldn't do this, would they? They wouldn't like that. Would be why? So... Why is it the dumbest thing you've ever seen, though? I mean, that's because it's Ray Palpatine. Because it's Ray Palpatine. That's how dumb it is, and that's the dumbest thing in Star Wars, including Metaclorians. Well, dumbest... No, I don't know about that. But oh, um... I, I will. I will die on that hill. That is. The... It's so dumb. Okay. Um, but it's, it's not an, it's not an unusual thing. I mean, for, for things like that to happen. So, uh, I don't, I didn't have a problem. I didn't have a problem with that. I had a problem with the, you know, the reveal. I had a problem with uh, the character, not knowing, not recognizing her daughter. Oh, yeah, horrendous. absolutely. But uh, yeah, I, I felt that coming from the beginning. So I didn't, that wasn't like even a reveal to me, honestly. So if they if they cut that out and just told us that we didn't even need Mark Strong's character at all because he was so useless, but resonance and feel for this it just gives me I don't know there's something about the way this movie's made how beautiful everything is and even the stuff that is ugly is really beautiful um, and the pieces that I really really like about it I really really like I love the bug dress so much. Um, I like when they're going around the house and the dogs are, you know, all over the place and wreaking havoc. And that just feels, that's what it is. And it feels so Disney to me because it's, there's nothing about that that's based in reality. And that's pretty much how Disney works for me. But until so, it feels like it should, like, it feels like pretty realistic. It, it feels realistic until... It starts becoming over the top. I, like I, I, I'm, I I'm kind of vibing with it a little bit until she turns into Cruella, and then I'm like, okay, now we're in a cartoon fantasy land. Like I thought, I it felt like a real, a, a pretty realistic world to me. I didn't feel like it was realistic from what from from the get go. I didn't because when she's you know young and she's um, Estella, it's just all way too 
contrived for it to be realistic at all that you know she looks the way she looks and yet she has this confidence to walk in and basically tell people to kiss her ass at like six or whatever and i just like no that's that none of that's real this this and that's part of like the matilda piece i think that i feel for it sort of like that's that that doesn't work for me as if i'm looking at it realistically this is hyperbole from from the time it starts until the time it ends and i feel like you're you're supposed to know that because of how vivid everything is nothing looks natural or real it looks you know extra everything is really extra um so i resonance and feel for me i don't know that i'll watch this movie again uh but it did i was fully awake for the whole too long of it i'm gonna give it a four All those Facebook moms are going to agree with me. <laughs> no, it's got 74 Rotten Tomatoes. It's got a very high audience score. The people who are watching this are, for the most part, liking it. So, Nicole and I are the outliers, it sounds like. Um, <laughs> for different reasons. Uh, Nicole, because it literally <laughs> bored her to sleep. sleep. <laughs> and me, because I just, I just, I just can't... If we're going to do, like, I guess, when it's, it's not a realistic world, I need, like, a reason for it to not be realistic. I can't just be like, because it's wacky. Like, there, is there a magic thing? Is there a sci-fi thing? Is there a reason this world is crazy? Or is it, no, it's just because, whoa. Like, I that relieves. I just think it's extra. That's not the Well, that relieves all, t- like, if anything can happen for any reason, then there's no tension. There's no reason for me to care. Like, how, ten- like, like, rules and tension build stakes, and I, like, feel like things are building up when anything, when, when whatever, whatever can just happen. Like, when Mark Strong can just pull you out of the fire and tell you you're the daughter of this rich baroness in the middle of the movie, and that's just fine. And if these two guys can break into anything and do anything, but they choose to live in an attic, and that's fine. Like, and the way these characters, like, it just doesn't. If if everyone can do everything all the time and anything can happen at any point, then why? Then what am I watch? What am I watching it for? What what what? Why do why am I supposed to care about this? That's Disney, though. That's a terrible reason. That's ter- <laughs> that's that's that, that is a terrible reason because Disney. I mean, I there's, didn't, there's I didn't Disney movies to think I like. The reason I I didn't think about the reason why I liked it, but that as we're talking about it, I guess it's just fairing it out for me. Is that that's how that's how Disney works for me? So that's that's okay. why it worked well, for me. I'm right. the target so, audience somehow. You're the, somehow, somehow we've landed on somehow. The I'm audience. the target audience. I just yeah. Found out. Okay. Yeah. It's. I guess in the end, I thought this was going to be something that I could latch onto. It looked interesting. I. I. I wouldn't say excited, but it intrigued. And uh, this is just very much not a movie made for me. And I don't really think it's a very good movie on a technical level either, other than the the visuals and if you like you know constant soundtrack so if you like that then i clearly this is working for you but it's such a it's on a storytelling level i don't think it works at all and i don't like the lack of any like rules or structure and anything could just it just it just deflates it all for me so i'm low with nicole I'll give it a one five. Give it that point five for that very smart beetle scene. I really did like that. That's good writing, good <laughs> good structure, good payoff. Very good. Um, but that's that's the strength. That's like the the one shining thing I could point to. Uh, we're at the end here. You're gonna recommend this movie, Cruella Mama K? Well, considering that I am now the target audience, yeah, I'm gonna recommend. <laughs> I recommended it today. We'll see how that worked out. Nicole? I'm going to give this one a pass. A pass as in no. As in, as in no. <laughs> not, not a pass, pass fail. On right? it. <laughs> pass on it. 
Oh, yeah. it's a fail on the pass fail schedule. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Made me want to pass away. Um, yeah. No. It's. I do not recommend. <laughs> I do not recommend this movie. Uh, uh, yeah. Guys, just, you guys it's, don't it's like fun. I don't, like I, I don't like nonsense when it's not really bad. I love it's, nonsense. It's so it's so it's so much nonsense. But uh, two not recommends, one recommend for Cruella. One really strong you, recommend. Let's put it that all right, way. Really strong recommend, and yeah. one fell asleep, and one <laughs> confused and infuriated. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Uh, Cruella's done in the books. Coming up next, we've got A Quiet Place Part Two, the other big theater movie that's out right now. Uh, so we'll be switching off Mama K, bringing Jess back on for that one. I got a host pick coming up soon, so you'll hear what that's going to be on our next episode. Uh, and then theaters are coming back, so we'll hopefully be doing more theater movies in the coming months. Uh, there's still streaming stuff, and there's still things to recommend to us, so please recommend them because, uh, well, we need recommendations every once in a while. And you can yeah. do that on Facebook, Films with the Women of My Life. On Instagram, I am Brennan underscore pod host, and you can always email the show filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. I guess for Cruella. Mm-hmm. You're welcome to Bill. Oh, sorry. We have to before we end. That's the <laughs> I don't recall that. That's the dumbest thing ever. Is is Horace pulls up and he's like, Oh look, this car says devil and then and then Jasper's like, No, it's Deville, it's a type of car and then Emma Stone goes, Mmm, Deville, I like that name and then I and then I passed away because I was so <laughs> angry at that line of dialogue. <laughs> and then I, you and like then that I, you like that better than Hell Hall? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> and then I screamed in a 12-year-old's face for smiling because I was so angry. All right, that's it. Uh, until next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore Podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies. Thank <laughs> you.